<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Good to be back with you with my take on the second night of the Democratic National Convention here on the Bill Press Pod. And again, what a great night of programming and a great mix of content, message, and messengers. Starting with what have always been my two favorite parts of any convention, the keynote address and the roll call of delegates. You know, I was bummed going into this convention because I thought I was going to miss out on those two highlights this year. Boy, was I wrong. They turned out, I believe, in this new online format, better than ever. You know, uh, first, it's always a roll of the dice with a keynote. Depending on the speaker, keynotes can be great, like Barack Obama or Mario Cuomo or Ann Richardson, or not so great, like last time with Julian Castro. But I loved the idea of inviting 18 upcoming young Democratic leaders across the country to share the keynote, which gave it a whole new level of energy and vitality. I mean, who knew that the mayor of Long Beach, California, was such a rock star? And the roll call, the roll call was the best ever. A panoramic view of and a visit to every state and territory in the United States with real people standing in iconic locations, delivering their sometimes hokey or quick homegrown message, and then casting their votes. You know what? That's the way it should be from now on forever, every convention from now on. It's quicker, more colorful, and a whole lot more meaningful. The rest of the evening, packed with pure emotion, especially on the issue of healthcare which has been a hallmark of Joe Biden's career um, in the Senate and in the White House. For example, I thought his conversation with cancer patients was very moving, genuine, and sincere, the best way to show Biden's empathy. And then, who was not blown away by the video of Addie Barkin and his heroic struggle with that deadly disease, ALS? His message was clear. These are the people that Joe Biden cares about. He has always fought for and will continue to fight for. Okay, I know a lot of my fellow progressives are grousing because so many Republicans have been given prominent roles in this convention, but I disagree. I think it's great. Remember, Monday night, it was John Kasich, Christine Todd Whitman, Susan Molinari, and Meg Whitman. Last night, it was the endorsements of Colin Powell and Chuck Hagel and the implied, though not stated, endorsement of Cindy McCain, who narrated that captivating video about the friendship that developed between her husband, John McCain, and Joe Biden. To me, those unexpected Republican tributes were more powerful than the expected Democratic tributes of Jimmy Carter and Bill Clinton. Why? Because they showed the growing breadth of support for Joe Biden, 
and because they showed what kind of president he'll be, a president devoted to getting things done rather than engaging in nasty, nonstop personal political attacks like you-know-who. And once again, the star of the show was the woman of the hour, former second lady, and, pray God, future first lady, Jill Biden. So talented, so smart, so strong. It was masterful, I thought, to have her speak from a classroom where she spent her entire career as a high school and college teacher. And not only that, from an empty classroom, which so many millions of American parents can identify with as they struggle today to figure out how and when they can get their kids safely back to school. Joe Biden's message could not have been more clear. For Joe, family comes first. He took care of our family, and he'll take care of yours. Uh, and in fact, I don't know whether you've noticed, but I thought her summing up sort of underscored that the case, the case that's been made for Joe Biden over the last couple of nights, it's not complicated. It has nothing to do with detailed positions that Joe Biden has taken on complex issues. Instead, what we've heard from speaker after speaker both nights boils down, I think, to a few very simple phrases. Joe Biden's a good man. Joe Biden has character. Joe Biden cares about you. And Donald Trump is none of the above. Donald Trump's not a good man. He has no character. And he doesn't give a shit about anybody but himself. And you know what? That kind of sums up this whole campaign, doesn't it? Well, tonight, I can't wait, a star-studded lineup, Elizabeth Warren, Nancy Pelosi, and Hillary Clinton, plus America's first real look at vice presidential nominee Kamala Harris, and the big dog, Barack Obama himself. Hey, thanks for joining us again today. We'll talk about night three of the Democratic Convention on the Bill Press Pod. Same time tomorrow. See you then.